0: Hi guys, this is Katina Horton from the Valley of Grace podcast, helping women reclaim their power and identity so they will know they are enough. And today I have coach Easton Swaby here. He's a confidence and money mindset coach. And we're gonna talk about toxic relationships, mindset, and calling. And before we do, I wanna give a shout out to Timothy Horton for bringing our intro and outro music every week without further ado, here is the interview between me and Easton Swaby.
1: be blessed God, the if there was a need to make
0: a father. to listening to Easton tell uh, the audience about his life story. welcome Easton.
2: Hey, um, um, thank you for having me on your, on your podcast. Um, it's really good to be on it.
0: Yes, you're very, very welcome.
2: Yeah. So, so you can just go li-
0: right into your life story. Thank you.
2: So a little bit of, of, about my story in terms of relationship, right? Um, my first, I would say, my first love story started when I was. I think about in um, twelve years old, right? Okay, uh, right. When, yeah, you know, we are kids. We see someone that we mm-hmm. like. Yes. Um, uh, we think that we love them. We don't really know. Oh one my word! Them. Yes. But but we think that we are madly in love.
0: <laughs> yes, we sure do. Isn't that the truth?
2: Yes. Um. And so there was this girl that I I really like. She was best friend with my sister. Mm-hmm. But, um, she was in two grade above, above me, right? Okay. So she was older than, older than, right? And right. I liked her very much. Um, I thought that she liked me also. I thought mm-hmm. something was was happening there, right? Right, <laughs> right. Yes, and um, she was my first Valentine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but... I had my eyes on her right? And, right but she had her eyes on someone else okay <laughs> like, but I didn't know that <laughs> right? And, she, and she, she led me to believe that he has something there's a possibility there right right we got something special exactly yeah all of the, all to find out that she was in the dark you know having conversation with someone else right mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. Wow. Um, so that was yeah, the so that was the first. Um, and then um in high school, um got together with, with different girls or to find out that they had someone else also. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I remember I remember a girl I was talking to. Um yeah, I found out that she was, you know, talking to someone else in the class and I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, basically having a history of relationship breakdown, um um, yeah, all of that, getting hurt. Um, so reached a point where I thought that no one would love me, right? Right, right. Um, I could not um everyone I, I told myself that if you tell me that you love me, uh when I hear when I hear a girl tell me that she loves me in my mind, what I'm hearing is I am going to hurt you. Ah, because it had been
0: at that point, it had developed into a pattern like those people that the the ladies that you were interested in, they were already with someone else, but not like disclosing the whole picture. Right.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So all, all of that, all of that emotional wounds, relationship wounds, and um when I got into my, I would say, well, not my first serious relationship, but um, th- this girl that I was dating for years, right? We were dating mm-hmm. for for over six years, right? Wow um, Yes. That, yeah, she was going to be the one. right, right? Making mm-hmm. plans for for marriage and wow. I was crazy about her, right? Right. This was the one. <laughs> yeah, this was the one. Um, everyone know. Everyone knew her. I knew her family. She knew my family. Uh, we meet the parents, right? Right. Um, we weren't going to the same church. At one point, we were going to the same church, but another point, we 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 moved to different churches, right? Right. All to find. All to find. All later on that she met someone else. Wow. And she could not decide between which one of us she wanted, but she was more in love with the other guy.
0: And so this was after the fact that you guys had already set up like you were gonna get married and all of that. During that process, she met someone else.
2: During that process, she finds someone else. Oh my word. I I was there trying to see how I can um, work things out mm-hmm. and stuff, so right? right? Because you know um, you are in love, right? Oh yeah, and for sure. This, uh, yeah, and this is the one that you are going to marry to. One, all uh, the signs are there, and and this was after how many years, right? So you don't want to start over, right? You, right. The, the, That's the last the, thing yeah. on
0: your mind is starting over, and that exactly. not being so, the that, one.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So even when. You know that the relationship was not going the way that you wanted to, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because there was a third party, right? And then she was right. listening to her friends and all of that, right? Right. Even though you know all of that, you you keep holding on, keep praying um, things will get better, and mm-hmm. she will finally choose you, and all of that.
0: So you were in and denial.
2: I yes, I would say I would say I was in denial. But then I, I remember listening to um Steve Harvey right, and Steve mm. Harvey said, um Do you want the next copy uh, do you want the next couple years of your relationship to be like the former years? Mm. You Want the same thing, right? Because right. that is what's right. going to happen if you stay in that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You playing the same, same record like over that. and over again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then I started to really look and say, no, I don't want the same thing. Right. For sure. I, oh yeah. I, I deserve something better. Right. Right. I deserve mm-hmm. to be, happy. I don't deserve to be emotional. Yeah, emotionally right then, right? Oh, for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep. And then the other yeah. part too, the other thing is like, you know how you say you were hoping and praying that it was going to work out. And it's like the yeah. one one part of that too is 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 um the other side of it is like you knowing in the back of your mind if this doesn't work out, this is gonna be very painful. So that's that's a huge factor in it, right?
2: Exactly, exactly. And you don't want to think, you don't really want to think about what if it doesn't work out, right? Because right, that's the furthest that thing mm-hmm. that it will work out, even though. You have friends telling you that you are crazy, even though your own mind is telling you that you are crazy. Right. But you have invested so, so, so much money and time and energy mm-hmm. and all of that into that relationship, right? So you don't right. want, you want something to come out, with, right? You want something, and, right? Yeah. And then I was thinking that maybe if we get married, mm. then things, things will get better. Okay yeah i would finally be that one
0: (laughs) that happens too where we think yeah like you said you already the writing is already on the wall this is not going to work out your man already knows that but your heart is saying well maybe we can still go to the next step you know this person is eventually going to turn around and and, you know yeah but it ends up not being that way and then we end up um just like becoming in a state of heart sickness. You know how the the scripture says, hope deferred makes the heart grow sick.
2: Exactly, exactly. So um, I finally decided, you know what, after hearing, seeing what was happening, um, hearing stories of what she was doing and so forth, right? Mm. I just decided, you know what, enough is enough, right? Right, right. At some point you have to reach a place where you say to yourself, I deserve more, enough mm-hmm. is enough. I'm going to cut that card. Yep. That is so true. Right. And, yep.
0: And
2: I, believe, and I believe God was giving me signs because I remember getting a dream hmm. that that it was our wedding day and uh, hmm. it was supposed to be the happiest day of our life, but it was right. the, the, the most miserable worst day of our life in the dream. In the dream, wow. And in the dream, I saw the other guy also in the dream and all of that Mm -hmm. thing, right?
1: Mm -hmm. And I
2: confronted her about it, and she was telling me that yes, this and so forth, right? Right. Soon after I just decided, you know what? I'm going to break up. I'm going to break it up. Mm -hmm. There's no no relationship here, right? Right. And it was soon after that, then God sent me my relate, sent me the person that was for me. Mm. Right. So right after and, that, after you and,
0: were healed from that, he ended up introducing you to the person that he yeah. had in mind for you all along.
2: Exactly. And it's so interesting that when I look at the timeline, um, things started to line up when I caught the card. Mm. Right. When I started right. looking at, when she kept the, the um, My wife came into the picture, well, even though she did not know, but when I started looking at everything, how God started to work it out, it was just, and so sometimes we are waiting on God to fix things. And we are praying to God to fix things when God is waiting on you to just, hey, I have something better for you. What are Mm -hmm. you waiting for? That is true.
0: Yeah. Sometimes we say, you know, People ask us and we say, well, I'm just sitting here waiting on God. I'm waiting on God to come in. You know, I'm waiting on God. While we're waiting on God, we got to, we missed the part, some kind of way. We we get it confused because we missed the part where we have to do our part in it. God is not going to do everything. He's, you know, like I always like to say, he's not going to pick up the phone and call the therapist or call the coach or call a support group. We have to set all of that in motion, right?
2: exactly exactly um yeah we have we have to do our part and then leave the rest to god mm-hmm. right mm-hmm, exactly yeah because yeah. god is not going to go out there and and um do all the work for us right he's not going to go out <laughs> right there
1: for
2: us he's not going to yeah you get what i'm now saying we
0: sit back and say okay <laughs> it's, it's looking good god and we're grading him on what he's doing right
2: <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. and that is so, so true that's yeah, so that's basically my 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 story mm-hmm. and um i am now married um have a son oh wow that so is wonderful I, I look and i see how, how amazing god is right Mm-hmm. that I was I was there feeling stuck in a relationship that wasn't going anywhere <laughs> for so many years
0: right right
2: I saw when um, when, I, when 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 I when I got when I got out of that relationship in just a short time I got married um I have a son everything mm-hmm. that I was praying for yeah God just started moving in my life right. So you
0: had to get in your mind to get out of it, to get, get from that, that place of stuckness, as I call it, in order to see what, what God had for you that was waiting for you.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Wow. That, that is amazing. i tell you that is that, that's a, that's a good story there, you know? And like they say, of course you had to deal with the, the heartache and the pain. And like you said, you had invested all of this time yeah. and energy and money but to see how God, um, how he rectified that situation, you know, and it makes me think of Romans 8, 28, when it says, we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and to those who are called according to his purpose. And so uh, that heartbreak worked together for your good and that you were able to get out of it enough time for you to see, you know what I'm saying? Get out out of that stuck position of saying, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm waiting on God. You made a move, <laughs> and God blessed
2: it. Yes. And, and and the thing that we have to think about, right, because a lot of persons, they don't want to go through the heartache, right? Mm-hmm. They, go, they don't want to go through the process. They don't, they don't want to go have those lonely nights and so right. forth, right? Right. But you have to think about, do you want a few more years of this? And right. which... Which pain do you rather, right? Do you you rather um having the pain of staying in a, in a relationship that is not good, that is not working for years, mm-hmm. right, or do you want to just go through the pain of heartbreak for a moment, and then having God heal you, heal your heart, mm-hmm. and then sending you the right person that is for you?
0: That is true. You're
2: right because
0: right? either way it go you're going to have to go through pain. So you can go through the pain exactly. of the breakup, or you're going to have to go through the pain of the next thing you know, you spent 15, 20, 30 years in a relationship that, like you said, where you weren't going it nowhere anyway, <laughs> you know, to begin exactly. with. So either way it go, you, you got to basically determine the factors and weigh it out. What What's the worst pain? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the wor- the, the yeah. lesser of evils because you're going to deal with pain either way it go staying in it or getting out of it either way you're going to you know you can't avoid it
2: Mm -hmm. exactly i I, I know a person that i've stayed in relationships for 10 years um 15 years Mm -hmm. right that they knew from the first few years right Mm -hmm. that this person wasn't for them Right, really? but they stayed in that relationship anyway. Maybe because of a child, or mm-hmm. because the the person have money, or because of family, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And yeah. And so now they they have a lot of regrets because they're saying that I have invested so much, so much time, money, and mm-hmm. so forth in this person. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
1: And know oh, sometimes
2: yeah. after 20 years, they have to start over.
0: Yeah, they have to start. You got to start completely over. And then it's like you look back at your life and think, wow. You know, and, and, and it's like the shock set in because you just like, I can't believe that like all the time that I wasted, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to, even in that type of situation, you still got to be able to, after wasting that time, still at the end of the day, picking yourself up and moving forward. You know what
2: I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. You have to have the courage to move forward, right? Right, right. You have to have the courage. And courage is not the absence of fear, right? You're going to mm-hmm. have the fear. Right. right. But then it is feeling the fear and knowing it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like hell. Right. But then knowing that you deserve better.
0: Right. There you go. You deserve better. that
2: you are worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, knowing that yep. God has something better for you. Yes. And it is divine will that mm-hmm. you prosper and be in good health. Amen. It's not, God, it's, not, it's not the will of God for you to be in a toxic relationship. It's not the will of God for you to be in a relationship that is not going anywhere. It's Amen. not yeah, it's, it's not the will of God for you to um to be in a relationship, right, where you are. Where don't feel supported or feel love or feel as if, yeah,
0: right. That is so
2: true. That's not God's will. It is the will of God for you to be in a relationship where you wake up every day with that person feeling excited. You Mm -hmm. know, okay, God, um, is this really me? Right. Did you did you really send this person to my life? Mm -hmm. Right, God, I thank you, God. What I don't know what I was doing, I don't know what I was thinking. Why I stayed in that last relationship, but God, I thank you for helping me to get out of it. Amen. That is so God, God, always better there for you, right? Yes. Oh my word,
0: that that's powerful, very powerful. So, why do you think um it's a two-part question? Why do you think uh people in general, stay in toxic relationships for so long? And then do you think that it's different for Christians? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I think a lot of people stay in relation, toxic relationship because they have become accustomed to experiencing some level of toxicity in their lives. Mm. Right. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe they grew up in a household where there was abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they didn't see that that example of what it really means to be in a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I I have I have heard a lot of women saying that. The man beats me because he loves me.
0: Right. They've equated love with abuse. Right.
2: Exactly. And so I think it's, it's some psychological thing going on where they have become accustomed to that. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that they have been experiencing from, from their child. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. so now they don't know any better. Right. Okay. Our, Or it could be, as I said before, because of a child, a child is involved Mm -hmm. and they don't want to um, disrupt that family um, structure that they have created, right? Mm -hmm. But then you have to think, okay, do you really want to raise a child in a toxic environment? Right.
0: That's the other part of it.
2: Mm-hmm. What, what is it? What is it that you are modeling? What is it that you are showing your child? Mm-hmm. Are you showing the child that it is okay for daddy to beat mommy? Are right. you showing the child it is okay for mommy to beat daddy? Are to argue with daddy? or So, to... you get what I'm saying? Right. What is it that What is it that you are teaching your children? Exactly. Like, are you teaching them that they should own their power, own, own their worth, and not to accept abuse? Mm-hmm. From anyone, that is true,
0: right? right. I, because a lot yeah, of people, I, like you said, they say that. Well, I'm just gonna stay for the sake of the kids. They need to be in an intact family, but it's like, okay, so yes. you intact in the sense of the parents on the outside, but you're not intact. The individuals are not intact inside. You know what I'm saying? In, Internal.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And a lot of persons stay in relationship because they blame themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They think that. And the man or the woman is abusive because of something that I did. Mm. I am not being a good, a good wife. Mm -hmm. I am not being the best husband that I should be. Mm. this is why the person is behaving this way. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right? So they think that it is part. They did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to understand that you are not responsible for someone else's behavior. Right. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot um get someone to do something that they don't want to do.
0: There you go. That's what we go wrong.
2: Even if my wife says something that hurts my feeling, mm-hmm. I don't have to, I don't have to hit her. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the choice that I have to make, and I made that choice because of who I am on the inside, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes a person abuses because of their own um, childhood experiences, because of their own beliefs, their own self-worth, their own um, emotional wounds, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a healthy right. person. I have a healthy person. I emotionally healthy person is not going to be. It's not going to be abusive. It right. Doesn't matter how you treat that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So that is true. That's uh, someone abusing you emotionally, physically, psychologically, in, in whatever way. Mm-hmm. Have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. That is so nothing, true. I have nothing to do with what you say to that person, how you treat that person, and everything. Yes, you can trigger. Yes, something that you can you say can hurt that person feeling, but you have to learn to stop taking responsibility for someone else's behavior. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. You can all take responsibility for your own behavior. Mm-hmm. How do you respond?
0: Right, to what they have said or done, and don't you think a lot of times too, that's why it's worse off if we if for Christians, in the sense that um even though it can be the same reasons, but as Christians, you think you got to take responsibility, you think this is giving grace by taking responsibility for what somebody else has done?
2: Haven't you noticed I, that I, they, they think that is their ministry,
1: yes. So, <laughs>
2: Exactly, they think that okay, um, it's their ministry for them to um stay in that uh, relationship, and they will say things like, "Hey, all of us have to go. To, all of us have to carry our own cross, and this is my this right. is the cross that I have to carry." And who says that? Yeah, your man wait, is wait, twisted. Yeah, in the Bible that God says that you should, you should, you should take abuse that a man should. Um, take off his shoes and hit you in in your face, and and and, and that is the cross that you have to carry.
0: Right, right, yep. yep. That I shows don't your mindset, don't you think? It shows that your your mindset is warped at that point when you think that uh, this is part, like you said, of your ministry as a Christian. You know your cross to bear.
2: Yeah, I'm. I I'm not saying that you should. Um, divorce that person. That is something that you both of you have to decide together. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying that do not stay in a in an environment that is not healthy for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect you emotionally. It's going to affect you spiritually. It's going to affect you mentally, mm-hmm. and all of that, right? Right. Right. Mhm.
0: And our minds, yeah. bodies, and souls work together. So after all of that said and done, the physical weight of everything emotional is now on your body. You
2: exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Do not stay in an in a environment that is not healthy for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect you emotionally. It's going to affect you spiritually. It's going to affect you mentally. hmm and all of that, right? Right, right.
0: Mhm. And our minds, yeah. bodies, and souls work together. So after all of that said and done, the physical weight of everything emotional is now on your body. You
2: exactly. exactly. Mhm.
0: So now, and, um, um, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, and um, you can still love that person. Mhm. And and yes, that person deserves grace, right? Yes. But not grace in terms of um, the person taking hot, hot water and showing it in their face. Right. But right. Not grace in terms Um. Uh, what I would say is though, so if you are someone that believes in fasting and practice fasting, go on a couple of days of fasting for that person. Mm-hmm. Right. See God for that person. Pray because that's a soul, right? Right. Right. So see God and ask God to change that person. And then when God, when that person is fully converted, mm-hmm. then you guys can talk about the relationship mm-hmm. or you guys move forward. Right. Right. But, yeah. Oh my word.
0: So I've got one more question in regard to relationship we, before we move over into you talking about what it is that you do. Uh, what would be your definition of a toxic relationship?
2: Oh, wow. A toxic relationship is one where you don't feel supported emotionally, physically, psychologically, even spiritually. Um, And what I mean by that is that you are, it it doesn't have to be physically abusive, but Mm -hmm. it can be emotionally abusive. Mm, Right. That person will see things that hurt your feelings. Right. Purposely doing that. Right. Right. Sometimes the person can can do it um, do it in a way that doesn't seem like that person is putting you down. Mm -hmm. But that person is putting you down, right? That person makes you feel less than um as if you are not worth it. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. So it's not a it's a it's the opposite of a healthy relationship, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah, so that's mm-hmm. that's what I think a, 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 a toxic relationship is. And it's draining, emotionally draining. There you go, draining. draining.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, causes, causes you to even start looking down on yourself, thinking mm-hmm. negative about yourself. Right, yeah. and that you're less than, right? Yes. Mhm,
0: yep, that is so true, and like you said too, I noticed what you when you gave your definition as far as uh the person sometimes it might not seem like it, but they slip something little subtle things they'll say, and afterwards you start feeling a certain way. that's another way that you know that you're in a toxic relationship, you know that being ongoing, you know, belittling things or just things to make you feel bad about yourself that might not be so obvious, you know, that you kind of just let slide under the radar until it has built up and just done significant, um, damage to your soul.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: So now, um, I want you to tell the audience about how you help people as a coach, as a speaker and a minister, um, of God in resolving their issues involving uh their calling and then also how you ended up in that niche
2: okay so what I do is that I help there's a lot of people that they know that God is calling them right maybe into right. ministry or into mm-hmm. business or to launch that book article to, to write right. that book yeah. but because of the bill their their the beliefs about themselves, right? They are um feeling stuck, right? So I help yeah. them to step into the spotlight mm-hmm. um, Right. to feel comfortable in the with who they are, right? Right, and so share their gift with the world. Because all mm-hmm. of us, God has called, God has given each one of us a gift, a purpose, a ministry, whatever it is, right? Yes. So I help them to get. To put themselves out there
1: mm-hmm. by
2: their relationship with themselves. Ah, and, okay. And how I got into that, basically my own story, right? Mm. My own limited beliefs about myself. I remember mm. when I when God, when I felt as if God was calling me into um into ministry, right? And even when I was ordained at my church into ministry. Right. I remember that I was because I never felt worthy. I never mm-hmm. felt good enough. I was, even though I was in the position, but I did not own the position. Gotcha. Yep. God had already okay.
0: anointed you, basically, is what you're saying, but you were not like walking in that anointing.
2: Exactly, exactly. And um I was, I was basically hiding. Right? I was afraid of putting myself out there. I was afraid mm-hmm. of speaking my truth. Right, mm-hmm. I would be in things, but I was afraid of, uh, of sharing my own opinion. Right, And mm-hmm. even though sometimes I knew that what I had to say, what I had to contribute was good enough and could change the conversation and could make whatever it was, what we were discussing work. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was sitting in my seat cowering in fear, right? Because i right. feel fear. Mm. Right? And so mm-hmm. when, when God helped me to start really changing my mindset, right. it was worth it. Knowing that I was good enough. Right? When he helped me to heal, I felt the calling to start helping other persons to also heal.
0: Wow, that's wonderful too. Like you said, once he uh, worked, once you were able to work work on yourself then you were able to pour out into helping others heal themselves exactly. so they could walk in their calling
2: exactly and it's and so i have been um i've been doing this now for a few years and mm-hmm. i love it right well, i think it's like the best thing when when i hear when someone comes to me and say, hey Espan, um before we started working together, I could not accept compliments. Mm. Um, I had negative beliefs about myself. I didn't, I looked, when I looked in the mirror, I hated the person I saw in the mirror. Okay. When that person is not feeling comfortable, loving, his, loving her body, being able to accept compliments, being able to not put herself out there mm-hmm. without the fear of what person might be thinking about her, right? Right. It's one of the best feelings, right? It sure is. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I agree with that 100%. That's one of the best feelings in the world to be able to, uh, like you said, to uh, empower people. And then with that empowerment, uh, you're making an impact because then they can empower their household. And, you know, it's a generational thing. You empower your community, you know? Exactly. The state,
2: you know, exactly. the whole world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It creates a ripple effect, right? Yes, right. So now that person is able to know, stand in her power, mm-hmm. stand in her gift, yes. and being able to know, impact other persons, right? Transform mm-hmm. other persons' lives. Right.
0: Yeah, that is so true. You're right. It's, it's that ripple effect that goes on. Oh, my goodness. So uh, why do you, what do you feel that holds most people back from making progress when it comes to their calling. What's the number one thing you think? Uh
2: their negative beliefs about themselves. Gotcha. Okay. Um Those I have are, um for example at my church right mm-hmm. a lot I have a lot um a, there are a lot of persons. I am a, I, I am a youth president I'm a deacon at my church so I'm right quite involved in ministry right okay. and there are persons that, that know that God has called them into yes. that have a purpose in their life, but because they think that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Who am I to do this?
1: Okay. Right?
2: What what if I do what what if I what if I say this or I do this and I saw and I look stupid? I was mm-hmm. talking to someone the other day and she was saying one of the reasons why she does she don't really put herself out there was because. She was saying to herself that, what if I do it and then people talk negatively about me? What if they laugh, or laugh at me, right? What if they speak bad about me? Right. Um, I see what you're saying. So kind of like that fear of failure. Because I believe about herself. Right. That was stopping her. And, there's, and that's the same thing with a lot of persons, right? Mm-hmm. They're about themselves, it's stopping right. them from really putting themselves out there from really fulfilling their purpose. But mm-hmm. right? they know that there's a purpose upon their lives. Right. But until they shift their mindset, until they shift their beliefs about themselves, then they will remain stuck. Yep. That makes
0: sense. Yeah. And not walking in that purpose that God has and for
2: I, them. Mm-hmm. And, and A lot of them think that it is something outside of them, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have the money in order for me to do this, right? Mm-hmm. But they already have everything inside of them. Right. God has already equipped them for purpose. God is not going to call you into entrepreneurship. God is not going to call you into ministry and, mm-hmm. he, and uh, without without first equipping you for ministry or for entrepreneurship or for whatever right. he has called you for. Isn't that the truth? He's already given
0: us. He's already equipped us. It's already within us to do the job that he wants us to do you know a lot of times our idea of doing what it is god wants us to do is like how everybody else is doing it or with the same equipment that everybody else is using and not that god won't give us more equipment later but a lot of times we can just work with what we have already and then improve and level up on that but we're sitting waiting for that perfect opportunity to get everything all of the the top-of-the-line equipment, all of this, all of that to do it. And, you know, (laughs) that's not what God is waiting on.
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly. I was talking to someone, I think it was yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. And I asked her, okay, what is it that is really stopping you from really putting yourself out there, from really walking in your calling? Mm -hmm. And she was saying because she don't Mm -hmm. think that she is ready yet. Mm. don't think that she is fully equipped for her to help persons. Hmm. And one the things that we have to understand, right, is that we don't have to fully be ready. Right, right. Be ready. right, right.
0: right. Kind of like that oh, toxic God. relationship you stuck in um, and thinking, you know, this whole thing is, as far as coming out, you got to make a move.
2: Exactly, exactly. Uh, I always tell my clients that your 50% is someone else, 100%. There you go. That's the difference. Right. Your imperfection is someone else's perfection. hmm Right? Because you, right where you are now, you are equipped to mm-hmm. have someone else. Right. It might not be really what you want to do as yet, because maybe you you want to help persons to launch a business, mm-hmm. right? But you are not there yet. But maybe you can help that person to get, get criteria and his or her idea. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So start where you are now. Mm-hmm. You are anointed for now. Right. You are being equipped for now. Hmm. You know? hmm right.
0: Yes, that is so true. Because, you know, when you think about even with the uh, the story of David, his life story in the Bible, he got anointed three different times.
2: Exactly. You
0: know? Right. And the first time was when he was still a shepherd, you know, and then he moved on to being anointed the second time. And it was just over a small group of people um, that was in uh, that small Abraham. group of, over Judah. Remember? Yeah. yeah Judah. That tribe of Judah. Yeah. And that was that small little group he was anointed over. And then finally he was anointed over Israel. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So he le- he leveled up, you know. He started one and then he leveled up two more times before he finally reached that destiny there. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. And that's the same thing that we have to do. And we have to ask ourselves, Kristen. Um, is God preparing me for the next for the next level? Right. You cannot go to that next level. David could not re- um be ruler over Judah until he first go through that process mm-hmm. in the process that he learned warfare was in the mm-hmm. process that he learned he had to learn how learn to shepherd over a few flocks right you have to learn how to shepherd over a few people mm-hmm. to give them counsel then mm-hmm. he had to learn how to shepherd over a city Judah right Then God said okay no, you are ready to read a walk in the proverb. This was where I wanted to take you from day one. But right. you are not ready for it as yet. Right.
0: Yep. Amen. Right. Then he took them to Israel. But you're right. That's, like you said, that's what God, that's what he wanted to take them from day one. That was the that was the end, end result, the end picture. But we can't just rush to that end picture.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, like you so said, that's it, what I do. I, mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I help persons. I help my clients. Get out there, right? Get out of right, their own way. Right to
0: get out there, yeah,
2: yeah. Because you have to get a, a lot of people. Right, they are shooting themselves in their own foot. Mhm. Like Self sabotage, right? Their own way of their success that they want. Mhm. Yep. Yep. Self sabotage. We don't even realize. They don't realize, that. they don't realize that the only thing that can really stop them from really being successful is them, mm-hmm. their own beliefs. Right themselves, their own fears mm-hmm. that is right? so
0: true yeah you write their own beliefs their own fears that's the only thing that's stopping them right so how can people reach you for your services
2: okay you can find me on facebook um Estan swaby um if you want to book a call with me you can reach out and we can set up a call. It's a no-obligation call. So you don't okay. don't pressure calls. So just to call. So just to see if we are aligned, if I can support you mm-hmm. um, in, uh, in working in your purpose. I, you can also send me an email at coachestan at gmail.com. Okay. That's coachestan coach. S- at gmail.com. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. And they can set up an appointment or they can reach out on Facebook and they can also set an appointment up through Facebook as well.
2: Yes, exactly. Ah, Okay.
0: Wow, that is wonderful. I got some quick rapid fire questions for you before you leave. What is your favorite kitchen gadget?
2: (laughs) I would say the blender.
0: Oh, I I love to blend. Okay, wow. All righty. Name five songs on your playlist.
2: Oh wow. Um power in the name of Jesus. Okay. Um, you are all that matters. Mm. Um way maker. Amen. Um for your glory.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, um I'm by the greater. Mm-hmm. No, okay. By the greater. Yeah, I love that song. Oh, that's. Let's
0: see, Vashawn Mitchell. That song by Vashawn uh, Mitchell. I don't know
2: who's singing, but I just know the song.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Huh. I'm um, wondering if it's the one by Vashawn Mitchell. It's an older song. Yeah. Okay, that's a good song. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's it a is. Good song. Uh let's see. Three books that you can't live without. Uh.
2: Um, the Bible. I can't live without the Bible. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, my own book, an empowered life. I love to read it. Oh yes.
0: Yes. Amen. An empowered life. Um, Sometimes.
2: Yes. Sometimes I read it and I'm like, wow, did I wrote that? Well, did I actually say that? And it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm blown away by my own words. I know
0: what you mean. When the Holy Spirit gives you something and you read it later, you say, wow. And then you say thank you, Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah, that got to be God. <laughs> mhm. Um. And mm-hmm. also Battlefield of the Mind. Oh yes. Desmond. Ooh, that's a good uh, book. I, I really love that book.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good book. So now, what does the answers to those three questions say about
2: Eastern Swaby? That I am a person that love personal development. I love to grow. Mm. I think we should always be growing into our, into that version of ourselves that God right best level version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. That is like true. We should always seek to to be better than we were before. True. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, if we don't work, we should work on our work on ourselves. More than we work on our business, more than how we work on our marriage, mm-hmm. different areas of our life, right? Because if right. we are better, then the other, other parts of our lives will be better.
0: That ripple effect we talked if about.
2: I, if, I have a, if I have the right mindset, mm-hmm. then my relationship with God is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have the right mindset, then my then my relationship with my spouse, with my son will mm-hmm. be better. I'll be a better friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would make more money, right? <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is so true.
0: So now I've just got one last question. And that is, what are some parting words of wisdom that you would like to leave with the audience?
2: Um, know that you are equipped, that you are good enough, mm-hmm. that you are qualified, that you your imperfection mm-hmm. is someone else's perfection. So yes. don't tell that... When I when I'm better, uh, when I get this, then I will start working mm-hmm. my purpose. Right. Start working your purpose now. Start working your calling yes. now. Right and now. As you do so, then you will get better. Mm-hmm. That right. is and so also true. Know that you are worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. That you can accept abuse from anyone. Right.
0: Hey, Amen. Right. That is so true. Oh, my word, yes.
1: yes. Mm-hmm. In a valley of grace Where things would change
2: And maybe they'd take
1: up The cross high again The valley of grace Was never the same After he had died The love that refines Refine. refined